Hey listeners, and welcome back to Real Talk with Simply Tour, where we have real, raw, and sometimes uncomfortable conversations around working while maintaining our mental health or lack thereof. I am your host, Tora White, and today I have Jenny Pickens. Jenny is a Asheville native, born and raised, an artist, curator, just a person who's absolutely amazing with her hands. Um, hello, Jenny. Hi, how are you this morning? Good, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. As you said, I am a uh, actual native Septal artist. I work in several different mediums, uh, murals. I do a portrait paintings. Um, I do go into schools. I'm like what you call a teaching artist. Also uh, do fiber arts and do several festivals here in Asheville. Mm-hmm. Such as the Big Crafty for one, to be specific. Okay. And I know we've had you on before. I believe it was earlier this year or maybe end of last year. I can't remember. But um, I know since then you've had a lot of various arts going on around town and murals that have been put in. And one specifically I wanted to talk about was at United Way. Do you want to um, touch a little bit on what you're doing at United Way? Yes, I'm cur- currently still working on a uh, mural. Concert. It's about community. Um, the mural is based on how everyone interprets their community and the area and also wants to reflect on what the, the mission that United Way has as far as bringing people together and knowing what they their resources are. Um, and so if you need anything community-related or any help, United Way is there for you. So the mural basically works uh, as a reflection of that. Um, growing up here, uh, community was a big, uh, was re- really a big um, thing to have uh, where you can go to your neighbors and, and share things or uh, families coming together who normally didn't have other families. Your community was your family. Um, getting together, having food, gardens and things like that. So that's what the mural is going to reflect on that. Okay. And so when you think of community, um, just based on when you were being raised in Asheville years ago, how has community changed in your eyes? Oh, community's changed a lot. Uh, There was, uh, I remember like going to your neighbors or if you're out, the kids were outside playing, the neighbors were your parents. If your parents weren't, uh, anywhere close by. So you would do anything that would get back to the parents. Um, If you needed food or needed to borrow anything, you were there. We had a community grocery store where you could go and charge things and then pay it later. So to me, uh, a lot of that's changed. Also, we could be outside playing and there were always apple trees and pear trees and grapevines and all kinds of fruits that we could just like go into yards and eat. Um, We didn't have there weren't computers and all that. So we, we made fun of skates and, and bicycle riding and, you know, things like that. We enjoyed in the neighborhood. So it was basically like a, a huge family with all ethnic, ethnicity, ethnicities that were all around in the neighborhood as well. So it's definitely changed a lot. Right. And like when I think of community from a mental health standpoint, I really think in, uh, about a place where you get to come in and kind of, essentially heal 
from one another. You're able to express yourself and express struggles, but also triumphs. And it just feels good to have people that you see on a regular basis who you feel like understands where you are, but also understands where you're going. I know um, you and I have talked a lot about bringing art and that whole idea of healing together um, to curate a program. And I know that we are starting, really this will be, I believe our first time doing a program together and that will be with Asheville City Schools, uh, Asheville City School teachers. Is that, am I? Yeah, that's our first program together, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it so is. So when, when you think about art on that standpoint, like taking it away from the murals where that's typically you, but when you talk about putting it in a place of working with other people who may not have the same artistic ability that you do, where do you like, how how do you move the room in that sense of encouraging people to like take that chance with art? I always tell people art to me, it's not about being this perfect artist. It's about you being able to express yourself and put it on, on a surface such as canvas or fabric or however that is. You're just giving these tools, paintbrushes, pens, and, and taught how to use those. But to me, Art is expressing how you feel and no one should tell you that that's, that doesn't look right or that's not the right way. You're just basically putting your feelings in and putting it onto a surface. So um, I love telling people that, that everybody is an artist. You just, some people are a little more gifted with it, but as far as an artist, everybody can create art. So my, to me, art growing up was my way of speaking. Some people can write, some people uh, sing, play music. My way was to, to express myself was through art and being creative. Mm-hmm. So everybody has that. And you've been working some with um, what, what group is it that you've been working on to do the paint and sips? Okay. I'll be doing this uh, coming Saturday on the 24th. Uh, this is the Montfort Stumptown uh, organization. Um, and we'll be doing a paint and sip at 67 Cumberland Avenue from one to three. Um, I'm not sure if it's a full uh, class or not, but this is basically bringing community in. We'll be sharing, talking about what community is and the places, the people who were there before it has changed. The community has changed so much. I remember going over in the area and I've, I've probably been in every house over there as a kid because that's how community was for us. So now there's new people here. The people originally there are no longer there. So it's a chance to get to share stories and tell a little bit of history about what the area was. And what it means. Yeah. That sounds really good. So can you walk us through essentially what that looks like when um, there's a community conversation, but art is also happening in the process? Do you like have a certain thing that you want people to draw or are they kind of just going based off words or feelings? What's that process? I think it's pretty much about words and feelings um, because to us, everybody didn't have a, the, some people didn't have a community growing up. Some people did have a community. Some people uh, didn't realize what a community they had growing up. So I, I think it's going to be a good idea to, to get a little history of what that area was. And then each person, because now there's different people have moved here from all over different places. So you're sharing what, what grew up, what community meant for you growing up. And everybody's putting all these collective stories to create a piece. Something and, and I think uh, art is a good way of communication as well. Sometimes you, you don't necessarily have the words, but this image that you create 
creates the story, creates uh, the feeling that a person has when you're creating something. So I think this will be a really good uh, opening and good start to let people know what the rich history was here in Asheville. Right, right. And then even to think about, you know, sometimes I don't think people really think about the way community changes from within our home versus in our neighborhood versus when we're outside of our neighborhood. So we essentially grow in multiple communities. Um, And sometimes, yeah, like you said, that doesn't look as healthy or as um, safe for some people. And so being able to express that in a setting of people who have shared familiarity with the area, I think is really, really good. So what other things are you working on? Okay, I have also coming up on uh, November 5th from 8.30 to 2 at the Hendersonville First United Methodist Church. I'll be one of the vendors for the um, Jurid Art and Craft Festival. And so I'll be selling dolls. Uh, This is something I like to do as well. And I usually do those at the big crafty events. But this will be my first time at this one. Um, And I'll just make dolls out of new use and repurposed fabrics and some sentimental fabrics. So I use it to create like mermaids or standing dolls or little babies wrapped in blankets. And so this is a good time to kind of, you know, get ready for the holiday season as well as kind of get my name out there a little bit more in the Hendersonville area. That's awesome. So with the dolls, do you allow people like, let's say someone has lost someone dear to them. Can they reach out to you to say, hey, I have this piece of fabric and I would love for you to create something that I can keep and maybe pass down? Yes, I also do that as well. Um, they can commission me to do, like a, like I said, I have a piece, I've done it for a few, uh, a couple of people where they can just bring me some fabric and tell me the little story about what they would like to see that envision. The dolls really aren't necessarily for like rough play, but they're more like a collector. So instead of hanging on to someone's dress or someone's shirt that someone passed away you actually got a tangible item that can be shared and passed down and it can just sit on on the shelf um i'm also going to be part of an event called lovely Asheville, uh which is a fall festival that's happening on october 9th as well from 12 to 8 so i'll be there selling some um prints of my artwork as well so i kind of like to do a different variety of things when i'm doing uh events um just to kind of let everybody kind of collect a piece of art. And one thing about art, it really makes, I think it, I believe art will reach the ones it's intended to. So everybody can walk up and get something and, and just feel moved by a piece and hopefully take it home with them or share it with someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I also know you mentioned being an artist in residence. So you're a topist artist, correct? I am a topist and IRL provider for uh, the city schools, which is means in real life. Okay. So tell us um, if we have some teachers listening um, at Asheville City Schools or Buncombe County Schools, tell us a little bit w- about what you offer with your uh, residency. With my topist uh, residency, I do a, uh, a project called uh, monochromatic painting. And it's where you'll take an object. Uh, and you would try to find, like you would choose a color, say blue, for instance, which is probably my favorite, 
and you would do a series of different levels of that blue color and different tones. And it also teaches them how to do value, value the colors that are in different items. So last time I did one, we did shoes. We took, let the students pick out a different type of shoe and they just did a painting from that. So um, it also helps to uh, just kind of challenge a student instead of doing something like really uh, basic from a regular drawing. Just kind of challenge. I like to challenge people to try something that they wouldn't normally do. And it opens up doors for other things that they could possibly do as well. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So um, let the listeners know how they would get in touch with you, whether they want to talk to you about private lessons or creating something for them, or maybe they want to hire you to um, do a mural. Like, how would they reach you? You can find me uh, on Instagram at Jenny Pickens 616. You can find me at my website, Jenny Pickens LLC, uh, as well as Fine Art America. Awesome. Well, Jenny, I thank you so much for speaking with us today. And I know your program is going to continue to do amazing things. Um, It's really important that we continue to put art at the forefront because I remember in school, art was a big thing. Now mm-hmm. thinking about my kids being in school, art is just like something that slowly they're trying to bring back, but it it, it is definitely slow, you know. Um, so right. I think it's really good that you're you're making it your um, mission to make sure that people are being exposed to art in various forms. So speaking of how um, we are bringing art back slowly but surely into schools, you've worked with a lot of schools over the last year, correct? That is correct. So tell us a little bit about some of the schools that you've worked with. I've actually worked with uh, outside of Asheville Middle. Um, I've also worked at UNCA, did a program with some UNCA students. I've been to Warren Wilson doing a program with them. I'll be uh, starting um, September 28th. I'll be, this will be my first time at Hanger Hall, which is a private middle school for girls uh, from grades six through eight. And I'll be doing a class teaching them sewing. Uh, my idea is to have a project. I believe every person should know how to hand sew. I think that's a very important and, and a lost uh, kind of talent or lost uh, uh, I. Uh, skill that a lot of us don't even do. We get away from those things. So we're planning, my plan is to create uh, heart pillows to donate to the breast uh, center, the woman's breast center. So they'll be making hearts uh, shaped, heart shaped pillows for them to use when they're doing treatment. Also the the girls are going to learn how to do what I call self love pillows. And so you'll do a outside cover of a pillow and you'll put your face on it. You'll put words of encouragement and everything to kind of help build self-esteem and also to give these girls a chance to work together when you would normally work uh, together doing a project. Because sometimes we kind of team up with our friends and kind of leave someone else out. So this time you're going to be working together, building something. And I think this will be a great opportunity for the girls. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to doing this as well. That's awesome. And then you do a program during the summer. I cannot remember the name of Horizons with Carolina Day. Yes. Um, I'm usually working with that program. Um, I also, this past uh, summer, I did a two week residency with the Asheville Art Museum where the kids did portraits. Uh, I'm a big fan on 
building self-esteem and, and feeling good about who you are and knowing who you are and loving the person who you're you're developing to. So when I'm doing working with kids, I really like to express that um, to kind of build that together. And like I said before, I really love kids and students to work together doing projects because you're having this conversation with each other and you're learning something about somebody you normally wouldn't have a conversation with. You have an array of ages that you work with. Like, do you have, in your experience, have you had like a certain group that you're just like, oh my goodness, I would love to work with this group all the time? Or is it just, you know, you find a way to connect with all ages? Yes, although I do work with all ages and I do try to find something with them, I'm I'm mostly drawn to elementary levels because they're like, I, I say sponges. And they're so willing to try and and do so many things. And this is the perfect age to expose them to so many different types of art and different skill sets. Because then when they're going off to the middle school or high school or junior high, they they they're already had that experience with the stuff before. And it's not like a shock, like, oh, my God, I don't know. I can't do this. So they've already had that try to remember it. Um, and I, as a young child, I remember experiencing all those things at a younger age. And then I was able to like, okay, I did this before. And you feel a little more comfortable with it. But um, I think that's the, probably the most age I really, really enjoy being with. Mm-hmm. And they were more willing, you know, to try and not be as hard on themselves for it not looking, you know, like something that we may see on social media. I think it's important. Like, I remember being younger and going out to like various art shows and museums and stuff. And one of the things that I always enjoyed was that the art looked very different depending on a person Mm. that was the artist. But not only that, the interpretation was very different depending on where a certain person was who was looking at it. And so I think like a lot of times when we think about art, and I know that for myself, because I'm very hard on myself when it comes to like actual painting or drawing, which mm-hmm. is why I typically prefer to write, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, well, no. it, you know, I see the imperfections, but I think it's one of those things that's beautiful when I think about like my six-year-old, um, both six-year-olds that love to draw and love, you know, they will find things that you just wouldn't think to look for in a picture or that they'll notice on you, you know, like even when they draw, they try to draw me the scale of being shorter, you know, <laughs> just it's like a beautiful thing to see how someone views the world um, in a way without all these restraints of how you must view the world. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about artistry um, is, you know, even when we think about cakes or, you know, building homes like architecture all these things are art right and i just think it's amazing how depending on the person they're just going to view what it looks like differently um i i also know you're working on a certain type of art now that i noticed on your social media yes yes i was at a store one day and saw these little packs of like fabrics paper scraps and i thought oh my goodness i I want to use this in something. So I was sitting in here one day and just covered this canvas of a painting. I didn't like, and I just covered it black and I just start cutting out pieces of a paper and start gluing them together. And it's totally different from what you would see a collage. Cause to me, a collage is basically magazine pictures that you're cutting out and images already. These are just like blank 
uh, pieces of paper. And I'm just putting them together and they're all different textures to create these uh, images. And I absolutely love them. So when I'm doing a project uh, away from home that kind of stresses me a little bit or has me really kind of feeling antsy, I'll come home and I'll calm down and I'll use those little pieces of paper because they calm me. So I'm using one art and going to do a different one to kind of relax, which is, you know, that's the way I've been doing things forever. It's just, uh, and it's just so time consuming and it's just like the, it, the, the room's quiet and I'm able to create. So, and it just, it just goes to show you, I need that for my mental health. Right. And you were on a show, um, like on the news or something with, um, doing that, uh, doing one specific piece with the scraps, correct? WRL TV, uh, the Tar Heel Traveler. Yes. It's in Raleigh, North Carolina. That is awesome. Just to know that an actual native black woman, um, people are hearing about you all over. Like that has to feel amazing. Yes, it does. Wonderful feeling. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jenny. Um, That is going to be the end of our show. I appreciate you speaking with me today. Please give the listeners um, some information on how to get in touch with you. Uh, you can find me on social media and Instagram with uh, Jenny Pickens 616, uh, Find Out America, or Jenny Pickens LLC website. Thanks for awesome. having me. Yes. To my listeners, you can find me at simplytour.com. That's S I M P L E E T O R.com or at bizradio.us. Until next time, continue creating. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.